0: Both of the other ships have been destroyed. Two down, one to go. Take a report. The anomaly has nearly collapsed. We're losing containment. Goodbye, Jean Luc. I'm going to miss you. You had such potential. But then again, all good things must come to an end. Containment field isn't critical.
1: I'm losing it.
0: Online friend simulator, because everyone can use a friend, even online. I am Francis aka the other guy, and I am the voice that's here to let you know that you're not alone in this crazy mess, messed up mixed up world. Yes, if you're wondering why is he already messing up his words, it's because I'm not going on a script, I'm not going off of a script today, because well. I felt You know, this is an iconic episode. It's number 100. It's one of those milestones that very few podcasts ever make. Actually, I guess more and more are actually making it. Now there's like a zillion of them. You know, not every podcast gets to make the very fabled episode 100. And usually at this episode, we reminisce of the past. You know, we reflect on that first episode that we did so many years ago. Which, in all honesty, I can't remember when that was. What, two or three years ago? Now, about. And I did it because, you know, I started all of this because I felt that... That there wasn't a voice out there to let people know that they're not alone in the way they're thinking. The world is crazy, unfriendly. The world is increasingly hostile towards one another. And I get it. I appreciate that. I understand why, you know, we need purpose, right? We need a, a guiding light. We live in a world of excess luxury, technically, right? Even though we, can, everything's getting more expensive, everything's getting harder to obtain, we do live better than we have in any other point in our, generation, in our generation in our in our lifetime right in our world uh world's lifetime right we're not hunting for food we're not building our own homes we're not having to walk for miles to to travel from one place to another or having to tame and domesticate horses so that we can travel that way we don't need to build railroads anymore i mean in the sense that because we have them already built. But we don't, you know, uh, we don't need to. We have time. We have so much time. And even though I know we all complain, we don't have enough time. But, you know, we're often spending our time doing stuff that we love, right? In the past, cinema, music, even storytelling were events, right We went to the theater to watch a play or we went to a concert to listen to music. Now everything's available to us. We now have more and more time, and we now use that time to do other things. We play video games, we watch television and movies everything's so much easier access you know and easier to to do. We expect everything on demand right at our fingertips. So we have time and because we have time for not just the frivolous, but also the important, I feel, this is just my own personal observation and my own opinion, I feel that as a result, because we have so much free time, No longer do we have to work out in the fields, you know, tilling soil, making sure we have food for the winter. No longer do we need to uh, be physically fit anymore. We can just sit on a couch, get lazy, get fat. That's fine, you know, our society accommodates for that. So that energy, that pent-up energy, that aggression, you know, that we used to just take out on, you know, wildlife and nature, chopping wood, building homes, stuff like that. We now take out on ourselves, you know. We hate on ourselves because what does a society do, society do when they have everything given to them, right? Not I'm not saying given, but we have access to it, right? If we want a sandwich, we go to a subway. If we want, you know a shower, we we have the ocean. No, know, I'm sorry, no, I'm kidding. Um, uh, <laughs> but like if we want things, everyone has a phone, even the homeless have phones, right? If we want entertainment, it's in our cell phones. We have YouTube, we have all of these free services. We have, you know, music that's free to us. We have all of these things, you know, creatives are able to make so quickly and so easily. We're just able to build and build and build and build with little to no resistance. And the vast majority of us aren't doing that anyway. Again, the vast majority of us are on TikTok doing dances and little memes or on YouTube complaining about pop culture and society. We have time. And yet earlier today, I was explaining to someone how time can just go like that. Life moves quickly. In the speed of an eye. In the speed of an eye? (laughs) See what happens when I don't write this down? And so we have found ourselves, as a society, lost, confused, angry, needing to get that energy out, and we attack ourselves. And so I made the online friend simulator because I understood, because I felt it. I personally felt it. That... I felt like no one was understanding. That everyone had their own set of truths. And again, maybe you're asking, "What?" that's impossible. There's only one truth. Well, is there? I mean, depending on what side you're on, whatever team you bat for, is that a thing in your own mind that... Your truth, is is that something that is universally accepted? I don't know. I think everyone, if you think about it, if you look at it, does have their own truths based on their own life experiences. Some people believe, well, you know what? I think this whole mug, you know, people getting mugged, that's not a thing. I've never been mugged in my life. Yeah. That's your truth, right? You you, you have, that's your experience. And so with all of these different truths out there, with all of these different ideas, it was bound to happen that we would be at each other's throats. And that's why the simulator was created, to look at it so that those who felt alone, those who felt confused, those who felt lost didn't have to feel that way. That they knew, that you knew, that there was a voice out there that understood that grasped at the insanity, that knew that, yeah, life's not simple, simpler, simple anymore, right? The internet has complicated things. It has given everyone a voice. Everyone. So how do you deal with that, right? How do you deal knowing that everyone Has a voice. It's tough. Because everyone's voice is so loud sometimes. And when I say everyone, I actually mean like 1% of 1% or whatever, whatever number of people are actually online, the millions out of the billions who don't post their thoughts and feelings on Twitter every day and Facebook who share their political beliefs in every moment just to be able to one-up that other person whom they don't like because they don't agree with them. Those people, they're the ones out there causing the turmoil, causing the ruckus. And you, a consumer of that stuff, are just sitting back wondering, like, what's going on? Why is this happening? And I'm here to tell you, you're not alone. I'm pretty sure I lost my train of thought on that one, but that's okay. It's the last episode. But did I say last? Yes. Yeah. Number 100. A milestone. The last of the Online Friends Simulator. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not going to get the itch and maybe do an episode here and there a few months every, every once in a while. Not that really anyone listens anyway. That's the only thing I'm sad about, is that Much like um, fellow podcaster Jay Caslow of the Introversion podcast, he too came to this realization, is that we're, as much as a percent of of a percent are online, we're a percent of a percent, we do a show that only a percent of a percent can understand, appreciate, even. We are meant for a niche audience. This is a niche podcast. I should have known that from the very beginning. I thought, well, you know what? There's got to be millions of people out there who feel kind of disenfranchised, and well, I know I still do a little bit. I feel like um, I, I feel like an orphan um, in this world of I'm either team A or team B. I don't feel like I'm part of anybody's team. And even if you take out the politics, you know, there's still, you know, I guess woke, anti-woke, or whatever, you know, all of these other kind of sub-teams that are out there. I don't really feel I'm part of them either. I'm A little more nuanced, I think. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe maybe Again, I'm a moron. I had a whole episode about how I'm a moron. I'm a moron. And I'm okay with that. It's, that's what I love about doing this show and, and living life and doing all these things. It's that I know I don't know everything. And I, and I try not to put it out there like I do. I know from my own experiences. I know as an accumulation of my own life what I know now. And it may jive <clears> or <throat> vibe with you. It may not vibe with you. I, I don't know. But I thought maybe there was other people who did vibe with me. And there were a few. Very, very few. <laughs> but a few. And I thank you. I know uh, that there, you know, right, Cow and Anthony, who write into the show all the time. Jake, uh, occasionally writing in as well. Just And I really appreciate All of you, everyone who's ever listened, you guys for writing in, you know, you kept me going. I kept you're the reason why I kept doing the show. But that brings me back to time. There's a reason why I can't keep doing this show and why I've been inconsistent because I am an emotional person. I wear it on my sleeve. I live my life kind of based on that. I wish I could stop working if I felt like a complete and utter wreck, but I don't. I wish I could just escape from life when I feel like a complete and utter wreck, but I don't. I chug on because I want to. I want to be there for people. I want to not let people down and I continue to chug 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 along which brings us to the main topic of episode number 100 we episode 100 Ah let's hear it. let's go play a clip to get us in you just don't get it do you Jean-Luc the trial never ends we wanted to see if you had the ability to expand your mind and your horizons and for one brief moment you did when I realized the paradox exactly For that one fraction of a second, you were open to options you had never considered. That is the exploration that awaits you. Not mapping stars and studying nebula, but charting the unknown possibilities of existence. Q, what is it that you're trying to tell me? You'll find out. In any case, I'll be watching. And if you're very lucky, I'll drop by to say hello from time to time. See you out there. Well, if that's any hint or tip off as to what I may be doing, it's, um, well, I'll be replacing the Online Friends Simulator with potentially two podcasts. One about um entertainment, because, um you know, I, I talked about not wanting to go back to conventions and whatnot, and I just recently came, went to WonderCon a few weeks ago, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I think I want to go back to doing cons again, with my friends. I, I don't want to do it alone, but, you know, you know, going to cons where my friends are going, I think I want to be a part of that. I want to participate. Um... So I hopefully will be doing that more, uh, ideally. So if that's the case, uh, I need an entertainment podcast to kind of make me legitimate, right? And and, and talk about entertainment, which I, uh, I'm working on uh, in the background. Um, that'll be interesting and, fo- and fun, hopefully. Uh, that one's not, actually, it hasn't even been kind of... It hasn't even been outlined yet, really. It's it's just kind of an up-in-the-air idea so far. I haven't even done, like, a pilot episode or even kind of uh, tested my potential co-host and trying to see if it even will work out. Um, because, uh, you know, it's an interesting concept, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully it does. I, hopefully, I'm hoping it'll just become a thing, but, you know, we'll see, right? One, I know that's actually kind of for sure happening because, yeah, the, the person behind it, this isn't um a show about relationships the co-host is going through a relationship right now or something (laughs) we'll talk about that when and when the show actually comes And, and you know i have my own journey going on right now and adventure and all that stuff and you know we'll be talking all sorts of things relationship i'm pretty much going back to my roots really on doing like a a relationship show from a geek's perspective. And, you know, my co-host, incredibly excited, super kind of really digging in into it. And and that's cool. I've never really had uh, a co-host that into it to where there's like a planning stage and a, like you know, doing all this stuff where there's a lot of planning and a lot of kind of, managing what, what's going to happen and, and may be even probably the most professional podcast I'll be putting together with some real production value and things like that. We'll see because I'm a lazy MFR and who knows, I may have to just, uh, you know, portion that off to somebody else at some point, but you know, it's a, it's an exciting new venture to be starting potentially two new shows uh, coming to your ear holes soon. Um... I don't have titles for either at the moment, but, um, you know, ironing all that out and should, you know, uh, if you, if you follow the sincere sarcasm, go there. If you want to figure, I guess, I, cause I'm not going to look, like, like I said, this may be the last show I ever do for, for uh, the online friend simulator. So if you're interested in shows that I may be doing, uh, that's probably the best place to check every once in a while. Just check like once a week, once a month, see if I posted about it or posted the new episodes. And then you can go on and um, subscribe and all that stuff from there. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing. You know, that's that's kind of the big thing is uh, to go out and, much like you said, you know, just go out there and discover and do new things. Even though I guess technically one of them is an old thing. Well, they're both old type of things. I've I've done both types of podcasts in the past, but but to do something that may be a little more regular, that'll be a more professional and focused. As opposed to this, which is me rambling and sharing my thoughts, something a little less niche. Because again, time. It all goes back to time. I won't have as much time. I'll be doing other things like clacking my my uh, uh, chair wheels against the you know the, the tiling. <laughs> but that's the goal. Um, in the future. And I'm going to miss the show. I feel like I do, you know, it is episode 100. I feel like I, I, I should lament on some of the things, reminisce on some of what made this show so worthwhile. And I experimented a little. I did a few things differently every once in a while. I changed things up every once in a while. And I felt like, you know, just, Having my singular voice on here with my uh, thoughts and my own ideas were the most important things to get out there on this show. And it's going to live in perpetuity, right? As long as the internet exists, as long as this RSS feed exists, the online friend simulator will chug along in that respect. And I do think that there'll be events and moments in life and in the world where I won't be able to resist but to record an episode and to talk about it and to share my thoughts and feelings, right? Like, you know, there's so much potential for what may be happening around the world. <clears throat> um, I have a lot of very um, big, non-earth-shaking, because I don't do that, type of deal but I, I you know I, I have thoughts and I know that um right cow left coast did leave me a, a, a comment that i I did want to go briefly over before I guess wrapping things up for good on this show or, or I guess for now I shouldn't say for good I say for now because again who knows I'll probably get bored one day and want to do more uh, on this but anyway all right so this was, uh, obviously before, um, uh, uh again, a month ago, <laughs> I guess noticing a pattern. I think the, the, the two shows I'll be doing will be either weekly or every other week or something like it'll definitely be having a more frequent, um, release schedule because I have someone who's gonna, you know, I have someone who's gonna keep me on the fire for them, right? I have someone I, I'm, I'm, um. I'm beholden to to make sure that, that these episodes go out, so you'll see more frequency in those other shows than you will hear, uh, obviously. But anyway, so the intentionally. Uh, so, I'm sorry, right, Cow. You can go ahead and comment. I, I won't. I'm, I won't most likely be recording a, a a response to your comment should your comment on this particular episode. What I'm doing right now, but all right. The technically again, final comment of episode number one hundred of the Online Friends Simulator. All <clears throat> uh, right. Uh, COVID-19. Oh, this is from Right Cow Left Coast. COVID-19 Wuhan flu is now an epidemic. I'm looking forward to seeing all who attend WonderCon. Um, come upstairs, relax, and watch some anime being shown at WonderCon. I wish I had said this earlier so people who heard, heard this could have gone. <sniffs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't forget that after the convention centers closed, more anime will be shown at Hilton. So, yeah, there was a lot of anime showed during that time. All right, well, if over to six billion people out there. I think it's eight now. Um, that there are some who have to seek emotional validation from a non-person reflects poorly on how people treat one another. If one gets treated badly by other people often enough, I could see why some individuals feel scared to attempt to interact with other people or do not open themselves up to further potential evidence of being hurtful. And I think you're talking about the replica AI thing that I may have mentioned. Yeah, I think um, it's a chatbot and it's non-judgmental, and it's always positive. So I can see why people kind of escaped that because um, from what I've seen, you know, it holds a conversation kind of like a rudimentary conversation well enough to where it seems like a real person, but you couldn't do a bunch of deep dives on stuff like you can like they can mention movies and video games and stuff but whenever they describe the experience it's always fairly generic so it doesn't feel incredibly real but it feels real enough i suppose uh we have a biological imperative to reproduce yeah yeah And be part of the process to bring the next generation into being when that does not happen all the generations who came before us in a way die and have their biological legacy end that's evolution and also depicted at the beginning of the movie idiocracy yeah uh, we all we all want to be valued. Do you feel valued sufficiently? Not enough. Too much. Why? Nothing in life is guaranteed except for death. If we spend most of our existence at work, do we work to live or live to work? Which is better? Does our ability to access older media stifle or help develop of new uh, development of new media? The stink of desperation. How can one tell one has it? Uh, how does one get rid of it? If one does not actively pursue love, how does one ever find it? Should one just one just wait to fi- for love to find you? What is the best way to wait for love and make it easier for love to find you? Very good questions. We'll have to probably put that towards what this new uh, romantic, relationship uh, po- podcast I'll be doing. <clears throat> Did we get along before 2016? I remember people calling others Nazis at least back in 2000. That's Godwin's law, right? Is it a good or bad thing that people are dividing themselves and choosing their neighbors based on whether one agrees with the polit- politics of others? Is it a good or bad be- thing to be in an echo chamber? Perhaps an episode on Ukraine is timely on our ability instantane- to instantaneously, uh, access, instantaneously access media about a conflict and how, it, if at all, it impacts one's life. Are you doomed to repeat the mistakes of the past? What does your favorite movie say about you? What does Sleeps in Seattle say about me? <laughs> record a podcast uh, together at WonderCon? If so, what about? Oh, we should have. That's a good idea. Oh, see, I should have read this before. Or just record us having a random conversation. That would have been fun. <clears throat> all right. Well... All right, uh, right, Cal, you get the final word, technically, before I wrap things up on episode number 100. I like saying that. Just I don't know. I li- I, 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 pre- I think for, uh, out of the seven or eight podcasts I've ever done, I think four of them have hit 100. So I'm very proud that I can get that far with people who like to talk to me for long periods of time. Anyway, all right, <clears throat> uh, WonderCon, great, uh, let me just say real briefly, it was cool to see a bunch of people at WonderCon, tons of people, lots of cosplay, not a lot of celebrities, that's fine, saw Kevin Smith, but it was really cool to just be able to see kind of life coming back to normal, even though everyone was wearing a mask, for the most part, a lot of people weren't too, um, but yeah, there was a mask uh, mandate for the show, so that was interesting. But a lot of people didn't wear, so many people didn't wear masks, it did not really matter. But I think majority did for the most part, because it was enforced um, in panel rooms and throughout kind of the hallways. But then when you got into the show floor, people like vendors and whatnot, just like, nope, not wearing a mask. Even though we're in an isolated enclosed area, just uh, we're done. So I think people are done. And I know that a lot of people on Twitter are not. So that'll be an interesting conflict uh, moving forward. As for um, the need to reproduce, I feel you. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Not everyone has it, you know. Some people don't want to have, have, bring children into the world right now. I mean, I still have a bit of me that wants to have kids, but I'm pretty sure that's never going to happen. I, 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 don't. It's not necessarily a legacy thing. It's just that you know, I've always wanted to be a dad since I was young. Um, I, I got along well with children. Uh, my sister was like a little kid, right? Obviously. So when I was like a teenager and she was a little kid, like that was cool. I had a little sister to kind of play around with and play video games with and kind of teach and, and, and mold as an older brother, you know? And, um, I even volunteered at a uh, YMCA to take care of kids during after school hours. And the women there thought it was so great that there was an actual dude who wanted to do this kind of work. Even though I did it for volunteer work for my class of mine, <laughs> I was kind of forced into it. But I'm like, yeah, that was fun. Like, it was cool. You know, I got to hear kids be weird. And, like, I was also weird. And But I also knew some weird stuff, too, like origami. And, and they were really impressed that I kept the kids quiet for, like, a good 20 minutes as I taught them how to fold paper cranes and paper flowers and, you know... So I'm a little, I guess, I'm sad. I never really kind of went that route because, like, I I, you know, I'm at the age I am now. I'm at where I am in my life now, and no family, no kids, and like I said, not not like not looking like that's going to happen anytime soon, so or ever. Which you know makes me sad, but it is what it is. Um, uh, feeling valued right? The the replicate AI thing, the value thing, um, the chatbot thing. I think value nowadays is tough. Uh, we actually devalue people more than ever before. I think I think that's why we have this divide, because we don't value people's opinions anymore. If it doesn't align with ours, they are no, they are no longer well. I mean, people even wish death on like people's lives are meaningless now, you know, Oftentimes, you'll see on on social media in general, like, they should just die because they don't agree with me. They should just die, you know? And it's like, okay, that's cool. You value human life so little, and you value other people so little. And it's, it's true. You know, we don't value people unless they march on lockstep with everything we believe in. It's really sad because you know you're asking if we agreed you know we got along before 2016 we did you know godwin's law the reason why godwin law godwin's law existed was because the whole calling people nazi thing wasn't really that common and people only did it because they were losing a fight now it's everyone's a nazi everyone is Back then it was like, oh, this person over here, this person over there, you know, whoever we disagreed with, it was like a very individual basis. Now we're just lumping large groups of people into that category. And so it's become, I th- I mean, personally, I think it's become almost a meaningless word because he use it on anyone who disagrees with us or anyone who has an ideology that's different from yours. And so, you know, words, so many words have lost meaning, you know, and not in a good way. Like, I'm okay that literally doesn't mean literally anymore. I mean, it sucks because literally exists for a reason. But the fact that, you know, literally also means figuratively now is fine. That's whatever. Um, And I think having access to older media is fantastic because I think older media is better than newer media, really. <laughs> You know, it it, it provides us quality over what we have now, which is quantity. We have so much of everything now. TV shows, movies, podcasts, music, everything is just in abundance. But back in the day, only, you know, the best rose to the top. Only quality was, you know, made it out there, right? Think of American Idol, right? American Idol kind of um turned uh music and songs and musicians into kind of like a like a like a factory you know they just produce them there's nothing unique about them right while in the 80s we allowed rod stewart to be a hit right we allowed like people with really weird voices to just have hits and songs that that inspired people and that made people fall in love Nowadays, it's like all kind of the same for the most part, as far as I can tell. I mean, I don't listen to much pop music anymore. But, you know, now new media, any it, again, new media, like the internet, gives everyone a voice. And is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I think it's a bad thing. You know, because, again, too many choices harder to discern what's the best because it's that i forget what the the psychological phenomenon is called but when you're given too many choices you have a tendency not to make a choice at all like if you go to a a cheesecake factory and you have all of these choices on a menu quite often you feel overwhelmed and you just kind of you never try anything new or you never try anything different you stick to the familiar but even so therefore nothing new can rise to the top because we see that menu, and we're like, oh, well, too many things. Meh. Same with podcasts. I'm put, I am I, doing a thing where hundreds of thousands, if not millions, I'm pretty sure it's millions by now, of people are putting their voice out there, letting people hear them speak daily, weekly, monthly, and no one hears their voice. Five people hear their voice, ten people hear their voice, maybe. In my case you know, a few dozen, sometimes more, it fluctuates. (laughs) But not a lot of people hear my voice out there on this particular podcast, maybe on others, maybe on super geeked up, maybe on POI, but nobody really hears me. And that's fine. Again, I'm not a mainstream type of show. But now... You won't hear a lot of people. Right now, you're not going to hear a lot of great philosophers. You're not going to hear a lot of amazing thinkers. You're not going to hear a lot of brilliant musicians or uh, amazing movie makers. You're gonna you're gonna skip out on that stuff, right? Everything, every uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. The Michelle Yeoh movie. Independent film probably going to be niche hopefully not it should hit mainstream it's such a good film but that you know how many but how many movies that are as good as that get unnoticed because there's just too many movies to pick from and there's not enough time to watch it all the beauty of old media is it allowed because there were only three channels back in like even the 80s, right? Except for cable. There was like five channels in the 80s. That means that you got to choose, you know, you had to, what you were able to use to entertain yourself was, you know, was kind of curated for you. You only have, you know, any time, at any point in the day, you only had five choices, six choices, right? When you had cable, you had too many choices, which is fine. Now you have infinite. Too much to watch. Too much to listen to. Too much to read. I, even have, I haven't even caught up on any uh, shows that I want to watch or games. Like, there's just too much going on. I kind of want to just throw it all away and just, like, live like a hermit for a little while because it's just it's too much. And then, but yeah. So Anyway. I'm gonna hold off on desperation and all that stuff. I'm gonna hold that. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can't. If you when you if you discover right now when you discover or if you discover the romance uh, relationship podcast, go and ask that same question again, and we'll answer it on our end because I think that's a good question, not just for me but for my co-host, whom maybe picking a pseudonym. That's why I'm not saying anything. Because I'm, I don't know if they were... Uh, yeah, so anyway. So we'll see what happens on that end. Anyway, uh, l- last few questions here. Um, I, uh, look, I grew up not being divided. The, the whole dividing ourselves thing. I grew up not living in a world divided. I, I hung out with friends who I didn't necessarily agree with. I wasn't a religious person. I hung out with a bunch of Christians. You know, who are very religious and... Very godly. One of the girls that I was in love with in high school was a very Catholic young girl, or maybe Christian. I don't actually quite remember, but you know, whom I wanted so badly. I wanted to be in a relationship with her so badly back in high school. It was painful. And, but we were different. We were very different. Um, but that added to the appeal for me opposites attract maybe it was an opposites attract thing but i i you know i i kind of miss you know because you learn something for people who aren't like you right you learn different points of views and at, at some point you, you you plateau with someone friend it, it, no matter the kind of relationship you have with that person um well that's not true if you're in a relationship if you're friends that doesn't necessarily happen but in a relationship if you're if you're coupled with that person i think we would have found some equilibrium you know where we would still be, we would have been different enough but we would have found the similarities enough to kind of you know almost said flat line, but you know plateau, so no dividing ourselves is not good. I think that allowing ourselves to to be be opposed and turned off by ideas and thoughts that we don't agree with limits us and Maybe it's a combination of those ideas, a combination of those truths, so to speak. That is the real truth, and that helps us grow and helps us become more advanced, I guess. But yeah, we have to be allowed. We have to be able to allow those folk into our lives. We have to be allowed. We have to allow those folks into our world, even if we don't agree with them, even if they have, you know, ideas that we don't like. Maybe if we share and and not argue and yell and call each other names all the time like we do nowadays, we can find that common ground, um, and understand the points of views. Because I think this other thing we don't do anymore is understanding each other's different points of views. Because again, not everyone you're never going to live every life, right? Like you only have X amount of years in your on your on your you know docket. You're not going to be able to experience every aspect of life. I'll never know what it's like, for instance, to be in a threesome. What well, would be cool to talk to somebody who has? It's not something I necessarily feel I'd ever want to do, but it'd be fun to talk to somebody who has experienced it. There's this thing called the human library. Uh, I, did, I just learned about this project today, actually. It's the human library. It's people with different life experiences whom you can choose to sit down and have a discussion with for about like half an hour. But it's people of all different, you know, races, creeds, you know, life experiences, choices, whatever it is, they all experience life differently, and to be able to sit down with someone and learn from them is so valuable. But I feel we don't we don't do that anymore. We have our enclaves now. We have our we have our sides, and so we miss out greatly miss out on the potential to develop and grow as human beings to to know like hey you know what i didn't know that about this person i understand now where they're coming from oh i didn't know that about this person now and you know and, and just kind of understand that mentality instead of like well no you're just wrong all right tell me why i'm wrong block oh why is my what what don't you agree with me mute Especially online, that's like our solution. Can't do that in person, obviously. But I'm certain people just walk away. We used to be used to be okay. Many years ago, before 2016, before I think definitely before 2016. I think if uh, the other candidate had won, we would have been status quo in the world. The bad guy or the good guy doesn't, you know, whatever you consider that person didn't win or did win, whatever. All I know is that, or maybe not actually, I don't know. Maybe you would have still had the same exact issues that we have today. Um, but yeah, it's bad to be in an echo chamber. <laughs> I try not to put myself into an echo chamber. I listen to ideas and thoughts that I actually, absolutely loathe, but I want to know. I want to know. Like, okay, well, why do you think this way? And then it makes me question my own beliefs. It's like, well, why do I think this way? Why am I so hell-bent to believe that this is the way the world works when this other person obviously believes the world works this way? What got them there? Why, what got me here? You know, be able to think that way, I think is super important. uh obviously not doing an episode in ukraine i have no thoughts on it in general in the sense of it's happening you know it's I, i'm kind of being consistent and kind of treating it like i do every other kind of inter- like international conflict i don't normally care uh uh And most people don't either because there's a lot of international conflict happening right now, but we're focusing on one and we kind of ignore the others. Uh, Just because it's in our nature, you know, we have our own problems, we have our own world's lives to live. So I get it. I understand why. Are we uh, doomed to repeat the, the mistakes of the past? Yes. Forever and always. Amen. The past will haunt us. The past will destroy us. All empires fall, as they say. Hopefully not in my lifetime, though. Or my kid's lifetime, if I ever have kids. What does your favorite movie say about me? me? Well, my favorite movie is Jurassic Park, and I guess it means that I love dinosaurs. What does sleepless in Seattle say about you is that you love Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. So there you go. I don't know if you could hear that clicking noise. My seat is acting weird. So there you go, the last comment and the last response. Episode number 100, the online friend simulator. So where do I go from here? Like I said, I'll be doing two shows, one about relationships, all of my original show, first podcast ever, Geek Love Radio, which you will find nowhere, because I think I stopped paying, I'm pretty sure I stopped paying for the thing that hosts it, so I'm pretty sure you can't find it anywhere, Um, and a pop culture show in vain of like a show I used to do called uh, CMYK TV or uh, Critical Moment of Awesome yeah um just you know it should be yeah, more or less i don't i mean i don't know what the twist is yet i i know what the twist is for the re- the relationship show but the, the 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 pop culture one haven't again still kind of in the kind of in the, the the bullet point making phase so my future is more podcasts i'm giving up one for two potentially why? <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing that. As if I, as if I have all the time in the world to do all this stuff. And then I'm I'm starting I'm starting a, another short story. I'm part of another anthology, which will be out. So it'll be good. I'll have two shows to kind of promote that as as it happens. But um, yeah. Like I said, I may occasionally go back into the well for the online friend simulator for any future shows after this, but. For now, I'm pretty content not having to. Um, I've always been, I've already been inconsistent and lied. I guess I want to say. I mean, let's just face it; it's a lie. I lied. I thought I could do it, and I couldn't do this weekly or do it as often as I wanted to. I I I, I thought I could, and I couldn't. Every time I felt compelled to do it, I'm like, I don't. Again, I don't have anyone to, to, that holds me accountable in this show except me, and I'm pretty unreliable in that respect. But I won't let other people down. I'll let myself down. But I won't let other people down. Uh, I still haven't yet. I hope. Um. But yeah, that's the future. I even have an, I even said in in an episode, I'm gonna update the blog every time with all the shows that I do. Other. I haven't done that either. I just, again, I let my emotions get to me. My, I put my emotions right on my sleeve, and I let them dictate. How I do life, which is probably bad. A lot going on in this brain right now, anyway. Too many terrible slash good things going on in this head. It's a complicated mess. And I'm glad I get to bottle up again (laughs) and just talk about other stuff for a little while. Ah, yes, bottling. No, I'm just joking there. Or am I? Who knows? So that's it. That's the future of the show. If people... I think I'll do shows if I guess if I get comments, enough of them. Sorry, Ray cow <laughs> Like if I get more than just Ray Cow and I get like two or three, um, I think I'll do an episode on that maybe. You know. If that keeps going, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah. I think this is it. I've been thinking about it for a while. Both shows have been kind of in the planning stages for a while. Actually, not really. I, you know, I guess like for what, the last couple months maybe, which isn't that long. And I have been debating on whether or not I should keep doing this. Because really, I, I don't know who cares, right? I think. The vast majority of people right now seem perfectly content to be at each other's throats. I think the vast majority of people are perfectly content feeling angry and hatred towards one another. No one really is trying to find that connection anymore, I don't think. At least, not a connection with someone who may be different from you. You know, we're going back to racism again. We're going back to, we're, we're like going backwards in a lot of things right now. Like, the world is just going backwards. And everything. It just makes me sad. I'm no superhero, right? Superheroes are probably like, again, run into the fire. Run into the burning building. Run into the disaster. And all I can think of is like, can I just do something else? <laughs> Which is also funny because it conflicts with my other thought. It's like, God, I really want to do more of these shows, but I just don't. We make the time for those things that we want to do. And as much as I love the Online friend Simulator, without having that accountability, without really having that... with letting everything else kind of control me and not allowing myself to take this as seriously as I should have, I think that's why no one listens. I think that's why... I don't have an audience. Because you get what you put in. You should at least. Consistent schedule, consistently putting content out there, reliable content, stuff that you know is going to show up every single time, whether it be monthly, weekly, daily, you constant the the best podcasts I listen to, the ones that are successful, the ones that I know do well, are consistent are always on message, are just, they don't skip a beat. And if they do, they make it up to you. They, you know, they, they do a short episode or they, you know, if, if it's off, you know, because let's say they don't have time to for, do an actual formal show. They do something to make sure that their audience gets something. It's not the same with YouTubers. YouTubers are willy-nilly. I don't like that about YouTubers. They just post whenever the hell they want to. I want a weekly schedule with them. I want like TV. I want a schedule with them, damn it. But podcasts, for the most part, the ones that are successful to, that I've seen, consistent quality, etc. And I didn't provide. And I apologize for that. You you deserved better and I did not deliver. Or if I did, thank you. If you think I delivered, I appreciate that. If you didn't, I don't blame you. So that's it. Thanks everyone for listening. My last little advice for you out there. Open yourself up to friendship. Hell, open yourself up to love. Even if it's not reciprocated. Just do, just let, don't, don't let the world scare you. Because it's a scary place out there. I get it. But there's, just try not to, you know, try to be brave. Try to be bold. Just try. Fake it until you make it, as they say. And as Josh Hawks of the Points of Interest podcast would say, what's the worst they can say? No as much as we try to avoid rejection, just take a step forward. Just try. Go out there. Make that friend. Fall in love. Find. Make that family. Find that peace. Find that joy. If it's not in others, at least find it within yourself. Much love to everyone who's ever listened, downloaded, And shared this podcast. You were the reason why I kept doing it. And I'm sorry I'm leaving you now. But know that I'm still out there. Making content. Doing things. If you like me for that I guess. But I'm out there. Hoping to try to make the world a little bit better. In some way shape or form. To help those who need it. And. With every podcast I think I've ever done. Even the weird Pod culture ones, or the nostalgia ones, even. I just really hope that whatever I talked about in the past, present, and future, that it helps you in some way, that it got you to a better place, and hopefully, whatever it does, I hope it just gets you to where you want to be. Thanks again, and I'll see you on the other side.